Good day, good day, good day. Welcome to another exciting and this and today very caffeinated uh, conversation uh, of Coffee Conversations, if I can get the podcast title right. <laughs> Welcome, I'm Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, you have Dunkin' Donuts. I do. I'm not sure how many ounces this is, but it, I see you have a matching cup today. Yes, I have a matching um, cup today. So we are dual, double, it's like dual wielding. It's ounces of coffee. Dual wielding. <laughs> um, mine's... Uh, this Large is hot midnight coffee. Oh, I don't, mine's just black. <laughs> well, mine's mine's is. mine's black coffee too. So it's probably yeah, it might be the I same. I just got regular. I uh, so I normally don't drink this much coffee today, but um, uh, we were we were praying before uh, the, the podcast today. And my eyes were fluttering a little bit. <laughs> it's like I don't know if this is a deep state of prayer or I'm just uh, supremely caffeinated. Yeah, and I find it <laughs> ironic that we we're going to talk about mindfulness and our. It, we got like the monkey mind where it just bounces from things. So we're going to gonna talk about being calm today. And <laughs> so I got my caf- my caffeine, my coffee uh, from uh, one of my spiritual directees. She brought it as a gift this morning. So as a priest, we, uh, and priesthood, well, not, not just priests. There are other people who do this. But one of the, one of the many things we do is spiritual direction. So we, um, we meet with individuals who uh, just want to talk out, you know, their relationship with God and kind of, if they could be discerning something in life, you know, am I, am I supposed to be a priest or be married or should I discern this job or, you know, something. But, um, so I have a number of people I, I sit and talk and walk with about once a month. So, um, it's really, it's really a real blessing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had anyone you directed? Several. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I had somebody who said, can I talk just so that I can become a better Catholic? I went, let's both talk and we'll both become better Catholics because it's a journey together, not just right. I'm going to tell you where to go. Right. So Yeah. And I suppose this could be a whole podcast too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now that we're, that now that we're getting in it. Yeah. We have a running list, uh, Deacon Bob's uh, whiteboard over here. Add it to it right now. Yeah. But spiritual direction is a really uh, good and, and important thing. We receive it in the seminary. So just to have someone you're talking, walking with. But spiritual direction will really be about what is the main relationship. It's about the person and God. And as a spiritual director, you are there just kind of walking alongside them, essentially, a friend on the road, um, as, as you're helping them to live out their relationship with God kind of more, more tangibly. So. And I think that relationship with God also goes with their relationship with others. There's always that, love God, love your neighbor, Sometimes the neighbor part gets in the way of the loving yeah. God part. Yeah, and how and how is God revealing Himself, you know, through your neighbor to mm-hmm. say to say and helping, you know, at times helping them to see, okay, well maybe this is God, uh, maybe God, maybe this is God here, maybe this is God here, mm-hmm. and helping them to see, like, okay, how how is that how are we, how is that affecting you? What mm-hmm. what is God trying to speak or say in this? So, that's a great blessing. That's one of the things I really really love about uh, a priesthood. Something that's been a blessing to me because. You realize the, the things that other people are walking yeah. uh, in is are the, some some of the things things you're you're dealing with in mm-hmm. different ways, and, and I think God kind of reaches out to both of you in that in that time. So, Absolutely. But anyway, that's where I got my coffee today. Yeah. So we are we are wired. Uh, yeah, ready, no, I stopped through the drive-through, so yeah. I picked my own up. <laughs> it's good. You have a good week, though, it, so it's far? It's been really, really good. I've been playing in the garden. More playing in the garden. That's it good. What are, you, what are you planting? Anything? Uh, everything's planted. I've been tying up tomato plants and mm-hmm. 
Um, we have moles. Did you ever oh. see a mole? <laughs> mole, 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 mole. Not <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, not Austin Powers. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what movie that was from. Was that from Austin, Master of Disguise? Austin or? Powers. Master, that's right. <laughs> um, but no, these are little like they look like mice with no eyes. They just crawl under the ground and eat the roots of things. Hmm. So. Um, if you're a PETA person, probably not listen to the next 10 seconds. <laughs> but there's this old myth that if you take juicy fruit gum yeah. and you like wrap, you just roll it up and stick it in their holes, that they love juicy fruit gum, but they can't process it. And then they and no longer they, they can. They go away. <laughs> <laughs> they go away. They become really? part of the earth of which they wow. were. A, a burial right there. Yeah. A fish. Um, they're just kind of like underneath the ground, 12 yep. inches. Um, so I'm hoping that it works because mm, I, I can just see like fruit. little wilting things in the garden. Wow. Like, I know you're down there. <laughs> <laughs> Battle's on. I, I feel like, what, who is it um, in Caddyshack? Who is it? Bill Murray? Yeah. It, was, it just, that's what it's just like, I'm going to get him. <laughs> so. I saw a fox yesterday. Did you? What did the fox say? I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the bait. Some, okay. Someone else did yesterday, but <laughs> yeah, it was. I was over at uh, a little monastery in Burton. So there's some oh, Byzant, yeah. Byzantine nuns. So they're Eastern, right? So as as Roman Catholic. So we're Roman Catholics. We're West. You know, they're East. So different, different kind of expression of Catholicism. And uh, so we were having a little um, little party. It was one of the nuns' uh, feast days. So I guess in the East they celebrated Saint Gabriel yesterday. Oh wow. Because her, her name is Mother Gabriella, so that would be the Saint Gabriel would be her her, her patron saint. Uh, and I thought it was providential because I went down there, being from Saint Gabriel's. Yeah. So, but we were having dinner and everything, and then there was a fox. It was it looked very skinny. It needed some food. It was chasing a rabbit, and then we distracted it. I yeah. think. And, and he got skinnier because the rabbit got away. Right. <laughs> yeah, I did think they uh, they get they threw out some food for it later. So like some extra pot roast or something, so so we 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 tried to feed the tried to feed the hungry right, but yeah it was the first time I saw a fox. It was oh, kind of no. big bushy tail, and uh, kind of looked playful. It's kind of jumping around, but kind of like we're jumping around. Absolutely, <laughs> a little bit right now, but yeah, but they are very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I guess there were four uh, that used to be around around the monastery, but uh, just one now. So maybe lost its hunting buddies, but hey, you know. Always, uh, always another adventure in life. Um, so it's it's kind of funny. Deacon Bob and I are are laughing because you, know, you guys don't know this because I go back and edit the podcast. But we've had to we've had to start and stop this podcast probably like four times now because of either uh, um, extraneous thoughts we've had or just mm-hmm. things that have been going around the office, phone calls and texts and and all kinds of things. And it's 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 ironic because we want to talk about mindfulness today, being in the present moment. Yeah, and it's been it's pretty scattered. <laughs> it's been chaotic. So, all right, well, let's jump to the let's jump to the point here. So, this uh, this topic uh, came from an idea uh, yesterday. So yesterday, one of the things I got to do was uh, do a little bit of painting uh, around the, around the parish, like and, pictures, drinking no, wine, drawing. Making, no, not no? Uh, not wine and paint. <laughs> no. It was not a pe- wine and paint evening. I have done one of those before. Uh, that's uh, that's fun. No, this is uh, painting walls. So with uh, Rachel Troja, uh, who works over in the in the faith formation programs, mm-hmm. with all of our scheduling and and everything. So there's over in the school. There's this little area called the REO, 
um, religious education office. Mm -hmm. And then within that, there's the Pope Francis room. So it's kind of a little conference room. And uh, it needed some paint on the walls. So, Is the giant TV still over there? Uh, there's a smart board kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So insofar as it's a screen. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that wall was painted already. I think she had already done that. Good. But it was a lot of trimming around. Uh, so we, we knocked it out in three hours. That's but it was good. not a lot of wall space, but a lot of trimming. So just a couple of big walls and like a kitchenette. Yeah, yeah, big and, and, and the big window. There's the big couple wi big windows. Yeah, and and that side is brick too. Uh, so it's like the it's been painted over already, but the brick you know, there's a lot of little grooves and yeah. bubbles you got to fill in versus drywall is just flat. So it, the paint goes on pretty easy, but. You, you you paint? I do. A little bit? You like painting? I, well, do you paint versus do you like painting? I, I don't mind it. It's just the prep time. You know, if all I had to do was paint the wall, I would rather paint a mile-long wall than right. <clears throat> all the prep work and trimming and trimming cutting and in. Taping and taping. Yeah. See, I love it. I love, I love trimming. All right. It's like, <laughs> I know. Most wow. people hate painting and then they hate trimming the most. I don't know. I guess I'm... I'm a little odd, <laughs> no, I but there's there's something really satisfying about just cutting a good line uh, on the on the ceiling in between. You know, that's I don't hard know. to do. I've gotten pretty good at it. Just, uh, just I'll call you when we're doing the living room. A lot of uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get a lot of emails now. Hey, come pay my yeah. house. You do my. But I room. when I was growing up, my dad had some rental apartments and things. So oh really? So we we learned a lot of things from him. Just going to the houses and things, and but painting was one of them. And then when I went into the seminary in the summers, we would paint. At uh, my home parish, and Father Jeremy Merchweiler and myself, I think we painted, if not most, all of the uh, grade school. So, wow, that's so good. Was, yeah, but uh, yeah, painting. It was kind of a it was kind of a, a refreshing thing to do, and I I've thought about it like why do I like painting? Right. Certainly, there's a little bit of skill to it. It's entertaining on, to me on some level. But as I was thinking about it and talking with Rachel a little bit. I think it's refreshing because you're just focused on one thing for a sustained period. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like a couple hours, you're just doing one thing. You know, you think that's true true of you? I would agree. Um, and that, I think, why I find painting relaxing as well is you can only work on one project at a time. Or right. You one can only do one thing wall. at a time, physically, right. Um, and then when it's done, you can go back and go, wow, it looks really, really nice. Or correct, correct. I got distracted and missed a spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is a satisfaction in actually seeing your work um, versus ministry. As I think we've said before, ministry is good, ministry is great, but walking with people takes a lot of time sometimes. And you don't necessarily, you know, know how your homily, you know, reaches mm -hmm. people. And sometimes you do, but right. it's a less, less seen thing. But yeah, so we, today we wanted to talk about, and then in relation to that, we just kind of want to talk about mindfulness. And essentially, when, we, and when we're talking about that today, we're talking about just the posture of being present, you know, in the moment to whatever is in front of us. And um, yeah, the importance and, and the significance of that, because so many times we can be just going in 500 different directions as my, my phone just, um, you know, vibrates because of a text, you mm -hmm. know. So, I mean, that's a whole thing. How many, I've noticed recently just how attached to my phone I am. And if there's dead space in my life, I can so often be going to my phone. Back to the phone. And it's like, why am I doing that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, trying to live in the moment is especially good with the grandkids. 
um, as a parent, you're always trying to make dinner and do laundry and do all this stuff. As a grandparent, I just get to sit with the kids and play whatever we're playing. Yeah. Um, the, the temptation is to look at the emails when they come through or the text messages when they come through. Bing, just bing, Yeah, bing. just staying focused with playing prince and princesses or dragons or whatever yeah and i think maybe what could underlie this um this kind of observation is that and i don't know i don't see what you think about this but i think what is in the present is most important it's all we have right you know we don't have the future we don't have the past right all we have that's why they call it a present (laughs) (laughs) old knee slapper (laughs) Yeah, sorry, dad joke. <laughs> That's okay. I'll, I'll have another. I'll have another one. So, speaking of spiritual direction, uh-huh. um, one of my spiritual directors at one point, you're just talking through life, talking through things. So his his word of wisdom was, you know, if you have one foot in the future, have one foot in the past. All you can do is take a dump in the in the present. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's all I mean, we have. It's all it's all we have, right? And I think there's something really important to that. Not to say we don't plan, not to say we don't think about what's coming up in our lives, not to say we don't ever think about our past. You know, our last podcast, we actually talked about reflection. So Mm -hmm. this is kind of providential that we're talking about this, um, that we do need to reflect at different times so we don't make the same mistakes in life. And that that's important. But but ultimately, the present is most important. And that's because that's where people are. Mm -hmm. And really, that's where where God is. Right. I am. Right. I was just going to say. Right. You know, I'm, the, I'm right here in the present. Right. God God revealed to Moses his name, and he re- reveals this kind of strange and awkward name uh, <laughs> on a certain level. Like, yeah. who's, who am I? I am. Yeah, it sounds like a camp answer. <laughs> right. Know, like, when's right. dinner, when it's done. Okay. <laughs> What's your name? Right. I am. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but, but God's revealing there something huge, that I am existence. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am... I'm what brings life to everything. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in the present moment. Yeah, and so as Catholics, I think you know, how do we live our faith well? I think it's even just how are we entering into first? How are we entering into life? You know, how are we entering into um, the things in front of us? You know, are we being intentional and, and attentive to whatever is in front of us, or are we kind of just living in five thousand spaces? Well, at, and even our. Our pre-show discussion. We usually talk for an hour before we we do the bit. podcast. Yeah. yeah, and we were all over the place, but we kept coming back to, and we need to talk about mindfulness today. <laughs> so, so, how do you, in the midst of the chaos or the multitasking, come back to? But I need to be doing just this one thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, I have my whiteboard, and when we get a good idea, I write it on the whiteboard, and I don't have to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, some, for some folks, they write it down on a list or put it in their phone yeah. so that when they're thinking about the one thing and something else comes in, they can just put it aside so they don't forget it, but they don't have to keep multitasking it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think being mindful, I mean, it's it, there's going to be a conscious choice to focus on one thing. And I mean, yeah, and maybe if we're trying to be mindful, and I think this could... This could extend into a whole conversation on on prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really what helps us to enter into prayer, not just um, you know mass or devotions, but you know personal time of prayer, 
you know, to have something we're focusing on, whether it's an image of Jesus, whether it's a crucifix, mm -hmm. whether it's an icon, whether it's, that's why those things are important in the spiritual life. They help to help to focus us and to be attentive to one thing. So it's, it's kind of helpful and practical. So what are we focusing on? Um, maybe just first asking that question. Breathing can be, can be a way of kind of focusing on us. You know, you were sharing, you were sharing like when uh, you were, you were a teacher. Right. So a lot of times if, if I'm doing a retreat or working with kids in school and the energy you can just feel the energy. If I want to change direction or get them refocused, mm -hmm. I'll just ask them to take a deep breath to hold it. Yeah. And then to let it go. We'll do that about mm -hmm. three times. And mm -hmm. it, it kind of refocuses and comes back to that mindfulness of, all right, now we're here. Yeah. Now we're not yeah. in different places. Yeah. And I just, I imagine Jesus was mindful. Right. Mm -hmm. I imagine he was he was mindful, uh, in the sense that, as we said before, like God is only in the present, uh, in a, in a real sense. Insofar you know as we are experiencing him, we can only experience him in the present because mm -hmm. we are, we are only in the present. Right. That, but to say like Jesus is is completely attentive to God's will, completely open to whatever God was doing, you know. Uh, in his moment, we got to, that's kind of thinking back to another podcast we did on, you know, the relationship between God, the father and God, the son and God, the Holy spirit. So you can go back and listen to that. I think it was a podcast on the Trinity, but that, that God, Jesus was always in the present. He was always, and that, that was very obvious because he was either talking with God specifically. He was either talking with his, his disciples or he was with someone doing ministry. And I think Jesus saw, the person who's in need, where sometimes some of the disciples and the other people around him saw what kind of political influence this action was going to have. They were looking at all the other details. Mm -hmm. Where Jesus was just concerned about this person at this time, mm -hmm. and how did he, he help them understand God loves them. Right. And not that all those other details weren't unimportant, but as Christians, the most important thing is relationship with mm -hmm. God. And if we're living in that relationship, we're going to know what to do, you know, from that. That God's going to lead us and show us the things that are, and, and then, you know, and we can walk on water. We can, you know, you know the Red Sea is parted for us. In, in the sense of like, you know, these in, these, in some very difficult situations, if God is leading us and we're, we're really striving to follow him, that, you know, his, his will is going to be, his will is going to be present. Mm -hmm. But we have to be, in a sense, we have to be mindful in order for that to be. We have to be in the present and be looking for God. And I think sometimes asking God, what what do you want me to do here? Or what do you want me to discover in this moment mm -hmm. um, is a huge prayer. Because mm -hmm. um, sometimes we don't want to be in that moment. Like if you're sitting in the doctor's office or sitting in line uh, at the grocery store Instead of being present at the moment, I don't know about anybody else, but I'll look at my phone. Mm -hmm. You know, like, all right, well, that's, that's interesting out there because I really don't want to be in this line. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe I'm meant to be in that line and talk to somebody in front or behind me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I think maybe like a very small, short, practical kind of thing. Like, what, did, what would Catholic mindfulness kind of look like? Um, so breathing, we kind of just mm -hmm. mentioned that. Like breathing is a way that kind of resets our brains you know, in, in a real sense. We know that um, neurologically, psychologically, there are mm -hmm. studies behind that. 
that, you know, maybe so that maybe t just taking a deep breath and maybe praying at the same time, come Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Right? So we're physically calming ourselves. We're, we're kind of centering on, you know, something. Uh, but we're, and we're centering essentially on, on, on God. Yeah. Or the, the Jesus prayer. Have you ever done that? I was going to say that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you inhale and say, Lord Jesus Christ and exhale, son of the living God and inhale, have mercy on me and exhale a sinner. Um, yeah. It gets that breathing as well as that focused mm -hmm. line. Yeah. Yeah. And actually that, that and that comes from the Eastern mm -hmm. uh, kind of tradition of the church. It's kind of funny how this is all tying together, right? Mm-hmm. That, uh, that comes from the Eastern tra tradition. So they're very attentive to, you know, body and soul and that, mm -hmm. that they're one. And um, they use a lot of breathing in their, in, their, in their prayers. It's kind of a mantra, you know, you could say. And, uh, yeah, focusing on that, on that bodily peace uh, and also the invitation to God to be with us, you know, may not take all away, away all the things we're dealing with, right, in the situation. But it's also going to be. It helps. Yeah, yeah. And it, the Cleveland Clinic did a survey, and if you're Googling things today and you want to Google mindful moments, uh, the Cleveland Clinic study on mindfulness, um, one thing they bring out is if you're anxious, you don't want to watch like Chicago PD, yeah. you know, or like the marathon of mm -hmm. the wildest, craziest show you can think of. You want to do something peaceful. Mm -hmm. um, physically and mentally, which will help you then mm -hmm. become mindful. Yeah. As opposed to just ramping up, drinking more coffee, <laughs> doing 12 different things at one time. It's like, no, let's just drink water and do one thing at a time. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So just uh, something to think about and consider, you know, am I mindful in my life? You know, uh, in the sense of we're talking about like kind of a posture. Am I really striving to be attentive to the things that, that, that I'm doing right now. What, what is right in front of me here in the present? And there's, there's saints would say uh, that like what is in the present is God's will for you. Like in a sense, that, in the sense of God is really and truly present right here and now. Uh, and that's a truth. And so, you know, can we, can we enter into that? At the end of the Cleveland Clinic article, their big thing is ask for help when you need it. And I think that's what spiritual direction is, or just reaching out to somebody else going, you know, I am really scattered. Mm -hmm. You know, can you maybe talk with me a little bit about how to stay focused on one thing? Because mm -hmm. it's kind of like us getting ready for this podcast. You know, no matter how mindful we were trying to be mindful, <laughs> our minds were full of all the things that we were thinking of. Totally thing. Yeah. So um, sometimes having a spiritual director or somebody to help guide you really, really helps. Mm -hmm. Totally. So we'll uh, add a, a couple of things to the show notes today. It's a couple different references. One is an article from um, Catholic Psych Institute. So, so as Catholics, we did a podcast on this. We, mm -hmm. we believe in faith and reason. Uh, that it's not simply uh, just about um, prayer, but it's also what you know what science can tell us um, in regards to things that we deal with in life. So, uh, so because we're faith and reason, uh, science and religion, we can we can talk about these things deeply. So Catholic Psych Institute has a number of articles. And then there's a book by Dr. Gregory Bataro, whom I've had, I've read a number of things from. Uh, he has a, actually a book on Catholic mindfulness. Mm. So, so if we could uh, understand and appreciate that. All right, and then we can do the link to the clinic study too. Right. The Cleveland Clinic yeah. study. Yeah, we can do that. So, 
Um, yeah, cause, and that gets into a, a bunch of other things too. Like, what are we talking about mindfulness? And and when we're talking about mindfulness, the technique, um, there can be some concern uh, about like, how are we? What are we talking about? And how do we enter into this? Because, mm-hmm. uh, for example, you know, Buddhists, you know, do practice mindfulness, uh, and they're bringing a certain kind of spirituality. They're bringing a certain mm-hmm. um, understanding and. Uh, and as Catholics, as Christians, you know, we're we're not Buddhists, and we do believe in different things mm-hmm. um, that are that are important. So we should be intentional uh, and mindful uh, mm-hmm. about how we're entering into certain practices. And uh, and so the the book, my I have not read the book myself. Uh, disclaimer, um, I I do trust the resource, but. Uh, so it just kind of gives us a sense of like what are we talking about and what are we not talking about and we're referring to the technique of mindfulness um, we should be mindful about how we're doing it so yeah and I think Catholicism gives us a lot of ways to be mindful right the rosary oh sure um, sure you know the Jesus prayer even being at mass how mm-hmm. do we stay mindful there's a country song about I'd rather be on my boat thinking about Matt church than being in church thinking about my being on my boat. You know, how do we stay yeah. mindful to either being on the boat or being in church or being right. in church or right. being on the boat? So yeah, yeah. Because if we're not mindful of something, are we giving it a fair chance? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, but well, very good. Um, I think we'll end on that note, and uh, yeah, we'll bring ourselves to, to Jesus. Oh, and just one last thought too. You know, whether, if we're being mindful, that ultimately it's not just a practice of achieving a certain state of peace. Uh, certainly that can be a desire you know, that we have, and that's a good thing. But ultimately, as Christians, we're mindful so that we can be attentive to God. That it's about the relationship at the end of the day that's that's important. Mm-hmm. Why why be mindful? So that we can be with God. Mm-hmm. And and if God's in, in the peaceful times, great. If God's in the not peaceful times, that's great too. Yeah. So I think just to, to kind of share that too. So yeah, maybe that's something else we can do is um, redemptive suffering. Yeah. You know, yeah. in the future for sure. So. All right. Well, let's let's pray it out. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, the gift of this moment, this moment in which you are present to us, that you share uh, your love with us. We ask you uh, to be with us today. May we be aware of your presence and all that we are doing, uh, whether we're uh, having a good day, whether we're having a difficult day. Ask for the grace to be to be mindful of your love and in your presence. Uh, bless us as we go. Keep us safe and always in your love. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody, have a good day. Um, whether you're outside, whether you're painting, whether you're doing whatever. Enjoy this mindful moment. Mm-hmm.